feeling it. Let's do it. Moose crossings, red hot dogs, missing persons in salty bugs. Up to camp with Stephen King. River curses, Wesley sings. Homegrown horror. Hello. Welcome to a homegrown home. Okay. Uh, well, bonus episode. Be a co-host. I'm Jackson, the co-host. Together we make a whole host. Today we watched, we just watched, we literally just, fresh off the watch. Fresh off the watch, June's It's so fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I ha- I made the decision this one because uh, that's just how this works. So um, I decided this movie worked really well because this is going to come out on the 30th. It takes place on the 4th of July. It's called Night of the Living Deb. Yeah, Night of the Living Deb. It is uh, a... Movie. Rom-zom. It's a rom-zom-com. It's a rom-zom-com filmed entirely in Portland. Yeah. Which is, this is the first time we've seen a movie that's actually been filmed inside of Portland. We've had a lot of ones that I think, no, no I don't think we've even had one that tries to set themselves in Portland. No, we've had a lot of, the movie, a lot of the movies that we've watched have been usually up coast. Yeah, somewhere more remote. Yeah. It's a little spookier. Portland yeah. really isn't that spooky. As far as is cities it? are concerned. No, yeah. no, I don't think so. <laughs> so yeah, this is a rom zom com and like I said, I think it, it's perfect because it's you know, it it'll take place in the next week. Yeah, um, exactly. So, so we'll we might be living this. Who knows? <gasps> what if CMP just decided to use their electricity to infect everybody with a zombie, zombie. virus? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, uh, this is also interesting. So, this is also entirely funded via Kickstarter. Yes, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Yes. Uh, what was the... I guess we'll get to the budget at the end. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's part of it. Um, but yeah, filmed in uh, with entirely Kickstarter funds and uh, filmed with, like, Portland people, it yeah, seems. Yeah, they're... Not entirely. The leads? No. They're... Because I did look it up, and so the, the, the two romantic leads, which is Deb and Ryan, mm-hmm. they both have been in, they've been in a, a, fair, a fair share of movies and TV shows. So Maria Thayer was in uh, Hitch, Accepted, for, and Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and she also was on the cult series Strangers with Candy in the late 90s. Oh, wow. And then Michael Cassidy, he was on the OC. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, that's what he's most known for. He's done other things. But there were, I will say that there are some people that I know in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So As extras, as zombies. As zombies. As zombie bombies. So a lot of the Portland natives get to be zombies in this film. And die brutal deaths. Yeah, Emily was like, I'm pretty sure I remember this casting call going out. And I'm like, I think I do too. Really? (laughs) Yeah. That's hilarious. You didn't take take it up on that, no? No. Bummer, man. Could have been a zombie. Yeah. Even back when I was acting. Chased Deb around. Even back when I was acting, I never really... 
Like, when there were casting calls and stuff, I couldn't be bothered. I did one. I, I, I am in a movie. I'm in a horror movie. A horrible horror movie? Yeah. <laughs> called uh, Dark Minds. You can get it on Prime. I'm oh in it. Boy. I have an IMDb page. I kind of pretend it doesn't exist. I never watched the movie, so I don't actually know. Uh-huh. But um, I did leave a review for the movie because they told us to. <laughs> did you leave a good review? <laughs> okay. So you so <laughs> so guys, you now know that kind of gives it an indication, I think, right away of what kind of movie. Ren. <laughs> it's like, please give us a good review. We really need it. <laughs> but it, we filmed up in Gardner. Ooh. Which, Gardner's a cute little town. Yeah. But yeah, um, I was in a movie. Sometimes it's not hard to get into a movie. Uh, we should try getting into, we should try getting into a movie. If we say a casting call and they need a duo, we should which try also, getting in there. Speaking of people be, people that I know being in movies, eventually I would like to watch Stephen King's Thinner, and my grandparents are in it. Oh, shit. Really? Yes. Yeah. My grandparents are in, in this movie, because oh my, my, my grandmother used to be on TV commercials and things like that. That puts you within three degrees of Stephen King. Well, yeah. I guess you're one degree, technically. Maybe. My mom's met Stephen King. Really? Yeah. Is he, is he as he, nice in person? Well, you. Because he did. He also. did. He. Uh, she got tickets to the Under the Dome book signing at uh, Magic Lantern in, in um, Bridgeton. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. So that's really cool. Thick ass book. Bad. Yeah, it is thick. <laughs> yeah, I just imagined his. Oh, actually, I fucking worked security for Stephen you, King. You also did that. I also remember, I remember the story yeah, so of you. I, I have three. Three connections to Stephen King. You have an immediate connection to Stephen King. We yeah. should we should see if he recognizes you if he ever comes no, on. No, he wouldn't. Do you remember um, B? She was nice and let you go home. No, right? I don't. I didn't even get to get a photo with him oh, because everybody was clamoring to get photos, and there was a snowstorm coming in. Remember? Don't you remember? I'm not going to tell Stephen King he can't go home. Oh man, I love <laughs> That's that story. I love the weird little like. I only have one passive celebrity encounter, too, so yeah. that's pretty funny. What's your passive celebrity encounter? I served Anderson Cooper bread at a restaurant. <laughs> your bread, Mr. Cooper? And then that was the only thing I Did said you say, to him. You said that? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> your bread, Mr. Cooper? <laughs> oh, my God. And then he was probably like, that guy, keep him fucking away from me. <laughs> I, do I do have another passive. Um... The dude wore a lot of shorts. Yeah. Yeah. He came into the restaurant a couple more times. I wasn't <laughs> there for the other times. I do have other passive celebrity connections. Yeah. Because uh, Allegra's cousin used to date Miley Cyrus's brother. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. They, she just got married. Uh, and not, not to not Miley Cyrus's okay, brother. But, um, but yeah, she used to be friends with Noah Cyrus. Sick. Yeah, because her mom, her mom and dad are both musicians. Her mom has won seven Grammys. Um, I've seen a Grammy in real life. They just have them. They had them casually, like in a cabinet, when we were staying with them, and I was just like, <gasps> "Is being in a cabinet casual?" I, I, it's on display. It is on display, but like they were, like when my I said, figures are casual. I think they're on display. Okay. They're just because they're, they're behind glass, you know? It's just like, I okay, like these, okay. so I care about them, so I keep them behind glass. Yeah, when I yeah, think yeah, casual, yeah. I'm like, what was the Grammy? Like, it's like on a, just holding a stack of papers. I'm using it as a paperweight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, 
oh yeah, just put your hat on the Grammy just over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't you can just just toss it anywhere. Like I, don't worry about I it. I think if I had like mildly prestigious awards, oh, I should do that. I have. I think I have a box of trophies somewhere. I should just be like, oh yeah, just uh, put your put your hat on top of my chicken dance trophy from like two thousand two. Oh my god! So yeah, so this movie is Kickstarter funded. I guess the guy who the director, I believe it was his. He's from Portland, and so that's why they. Maybe it was the writer. In any event, some of the guys the, produ- the guys producing the film, one of them is from Portland and was like, this is what we're doing. I think it's great because, I mean, I think you immediately get support from everybody you to do. do a film at yeah. that point. Which is, Kickstarter-wise, yeah, makes sense. It was entertaining. And actually, it was fun because my wife would watch it without kicking and screaming. Yeah, she seemed to enjoy it. Yeah. Overall, she thought, found it entertaining. Now... Their big question for the uh, while we were watching it was just like, is was this intentional? intentional. Because yeah. a lot of it was just it's all awkward humor, which I know you're not a fan of awkward. Which humor. it got better. It did get better. Partly because I've been Allegra's been watching Shit's Creek, and that like is putting me through the ringer. <laughs> like I physically feel like my I'm going to like turn inside out. That's how cringe it is. I feel like my insides are going to become outsides. <laughs> um, that's how it feels to me. Okay, yeah. Like, that's sure. the physical sensation I get when I watch things that are awkward. The beginning felt that way for me, but then I was like, okay, I'm, like, getting getting used to it, and it doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah. So you can't, <laughs> so you can't handle things like The Office. Or... I've seen probably like, I haven't watched the I haven't watched a lot of The Office, mm-hmm. so I I could I can't really say. But like good examples like I started watching New Girl and I couldn't after Tiger Boobs. I could, I, I don't think I saw that it, part. Like it's the first episode, the first thing that happens. Cool. I haven't seen the show either. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like uh, yeah I. I have it's just like Allegra's favorite holiday film is Elf. We watch it every year, but like there is a huge section of the movie that I just I physically struggle with. Which part? You have to let me know. I want to know. Come on, just tell I me. I think it's like the whole middle part, like when he's like trying to fit into the family, like when he got <laughs> like when he goes to work, and the whole thing with Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Jackson, like, Peter Dinklage I, the thing is, is so fucking good. So for me. Like it goes beyond not liking awkward humor yeah, and yeah. cringe humor. It's it causes me physical pain. I think that's like yeah, that is a part of cringe humor is that it's like it skeeves you out. Yeah, uh, I have physical pain, and I I think it's because like I am deeply empathetic, and uh-huh. I feel bad. I don't want to laugh. I can't. Li- it hurts as if it's happening to me. Because if it happened to me. I would literally vanish from this plane of existence. <laughs> I would just spontaneously combust. <laughs> uh, I kind of like that humor. I don't know if you'd classify Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but that's my favorite. I like Always Sunny in uh, Philadelphia. It's the fucking best. But I think that's cringe humor in a lot of ways. There's a lot of weird, cringy parts about it because these are people that are taking themselves like very seriously. seriously. And I think that's part of cringe humor is that 
these are people that are taking themselves very seriously. Well, Letterkenny is even kind of cringe humor. I don't have a problem with Letterkenny. That's the thing that's weird is, like, I actually don't have an issue with Letterkenny at all. Yeah. But, like, there are some things in, um, in Schitt's Creek that, like, there's this episode where the mom tries out for this, um, like, acapella jazz group. Uh Uh-huh. And she is... Like, she is a quote-unquote professional singer, mm-hmm. and she's just, like, making a fucking shit fool of herself. So, it's a, it's I, the embarrassing <laughs> stuff that, like... Yeah, that's what... Yeah. it For me, it's the stuff that, like, is embarrassing, and I'm just really like, put your foot in your mouth. <laughs> Look how nicely your foot fits in your mouth. Just keep it right there. You're really flexible. <laughs> uh. But it's it's... And I don't know if it's the way it's presented sometimes. I don't, like, I'm not sure what triggers this feeling and what doesn't. Because, again, like, Letterkenny is, like, that always sunny. And I don't have a problem with watching those shows. I've never had that feeling. So, the only other, um, here's what I'm kind of thinking of it as. So, the other zombie comedy that, like, we have a pretty good reference that I think is drawing some parallels to this in a weird Mm -hmm. way. Or that is drawing parallels is uh Shaun of the dead which starts off in a sort of normal fashion for that kind of weird film but like in its own kind of odd way and then the turn of the zombies showing up is sort of the moment of the film that like oh now they're actually like being funnier (laughs) throughout the film the beginning part of Shaun of the dead is like (laughs) uh is just like kind of awkward humor and it is funny still but then it's like oh and then they have the weird like they have to bash zombies in the head and now it's like 10 times funnier because of this context right um that's kind of how i felt like with this film is like it is funnier now that they've introduced the zombies zombies. yes because i think they were sort of making fun of they're trying to make fun of rom-coms in the beginning because of the bad dialogue everything like not really making sense and it's just like Forcing the people together, you know. She um, knocks over his family heirloom, which just with her ass, yeah, or that, foot or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Trying to a, be sexy. That was family heirloom. heirloom. Why did you put it next to your fucking bed? <laughs> uh, the other thing that I think we see immediately is there are so many references. There are so many like references to main products. There's so much product placement in this movie. Which is great. I I love it. That, that was it's really just fun to see. Over the top like product we, placement. Like we get the Allagash. Right like away. The beer. Yeah. Um, we get Coffee by Design, UNE, Autos, uh, Autos in there. Amatos. Amatos. There was a ad for Amatos, and I think that Emily, I didn't catch it, but Emily and um, Allegra said that there was an ad for Venice Fizz House, mm. which is weird because Venice has never had a commercial on TV, but okay. <laughs> Go off, I guess. And then there is Go Berry, which is like across. It's a, a main, yeah. uh, not a main, a uh, Massachusetts thing. Yeah, but at the Go Berry location. Yes, yeah. that doesn't exist that in doesn't Portland. Exist. But it was that was fun. That yeah. was really fun seeing specific, like the specific, like local, like localization of this story. Because mm-hmm. you can say, oh, it's in Portland, Maine. But they, like, built it into the sort of set design, and, like, he goes to Coffee by Design, and... Well, I was just kind of curious if that in itself was, like, did these companies also, like, 
put into the Kickstarter and they're I'm, like, okay, you have to show a product of ours. I wonder. It feels but... it feels just advertisement, which is fine, you know? Yeah. It's funny that it's like... You know, he throws the auto pizza box, like... Yeah. In the, like, behind her, that sort of thing. I... It was just really fun. That was fun. Yeah. Product placement is, like, annoying, but I think it's really fun when you're pl- kind of playing I Spy with local brands. Well, that's the thing, is, like, this just makes this movie more for people from Maine in yeah. general. Just be like, oh, I know all Which that Which is shit. really interesting. Yeah. That that's kind of what they were going for. Yeah, they are trying to corner a market and knew these people would pay a certain amount of money to... Look at this movie. Well, they cornered our market. They sure did. <laughs> because uh, this is what we look for. And yet, this is the most obviously main. Obviously, yeah. Do we want to just crack in? Yeah. So okay. we got, we've got our lead, who is Deb. Deb, red-haired, tiny little lady. Yep, who looks dresses like, she's like she's from, from the 80s. Yeah, she's got clear plastic, uh, pink salmon high tops they or like heels are sa- they are jelly sandals jelly sandals okay you, are, you were not a child like you were not a young girl child in the 90s so you probably never had jellies i was just a young boy child yeah. <laughs> yes i had moon boots <laughs> so uh yeah those that's a style they're called jellies uh-huh yeah and fucking love jellies i was like those shoes are the fucking bomb like they came back at forever 21 at one point and i was like <laughs> I need every single pair and every single color. Do you have jellies? I don't. Aww. They were always like stupid expensive for what they were, which is why I never bought a pair. You could probably find knockoffs. Absolutely. Oh yeah. So, um, like that's not a brand. Like jellies isn't a brand. That's like the style. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, she's and she has a friend who exclusively Ruby. dresses in christmas sweaters. It's just I think and she runs the Yule Mart. She runs the Yule Mart. She is the manager and owner of the Yule Mart. That's what it seemed like. Yeah, which I guess is just the Christmas tree shop. But Christmas tree shop is not the same. No, they're way bigger and they have more random shit. Yeah, cuz it's not about christmas. No, they have a whole christmas section and then there's also just it feels like a Bed Bath & Beyond. There's, that's, that's it's like it a home goods store and then also like, oh, and here's a beer maker. Yep. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Oh, they also have old school Moxie, apparently. Old formula Moxie sometimes. What? Just hanging out in there. Yeah. Bruh, 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 bruh. Oh, also the Moxie Fest is coming up. I think we should go. There's a Moxie Fest? Allegra texted it to you and she said you responded. Oh, I forgot about it, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. You're fun. I like you. <laughs> but, um, ah, uh, let's go buy some old school Moxie. Well, I was just, I'm tickled to you know, bits now that I've learned about the Moxie Fest twice. You know what? Why isn't there any Moxie in this movie? Uh, they did say Moxie, and I was surprised that we didn't see any Moxie. He, yeah. That girl's said, got Moxie. That girl's got Moxie. I was expecting said. a can of Moxie to roll out of the car or something. <laughs> That would have been funny. That would have been funny. That would have been fucking hilarious. Because yeah. she's getting in the car when it is said. Listen up, idiots. If you don't hire me for Night of the Living Dead 2, Two. you're missing out. <laughs> so, she's at the bar, 4th of July Eve, with her friend Ruby. They're just chilling, being their awkward little selves. You know, like, yeah, that, uh, like Ruby, all millennials. Ruby's like, 
Are they called millennials? These are not millennials. <laughs> They're elder millennials. They're Gen Xers. I don't like her sister is in her mid thirties and she's a millennial. They they don't seem mid thirties. You think they're older than that? Oh yeah. Okay. I think they're like thirty nine. Okay, I was being generous then, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm just being honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Dad's like Jackson is. If you're like, <laughs> she oh, dresses like she's don't... from the eighties. She's a Gen Xer, you know. Yeah. So don't ever ask Jackson what he thinks. Like, like, how old do you think I am? Jackson's gonna be like, uh, oh, probably Peggy was like late 40s and you're gonna be like 25 (laughs) you know that part in pokemon where uh you go through pearl's uh gym and you have to like go through there's a part in the i have not played diamond and pearl you haven't played no not diamond and pearl uh the one of the newer ones oh you're talking okay pearl's got you understood yes yes the yeah the arena fairy lady the fairy lady so i think her name was pearl and uh you go Her through name a... is Pearl. I'm just a loser. No, no, no. stop. <laughs> so, okay. So you go through Pearl's gym and she'll ask you a bunch of questions. Yes. And one of them is, how old do you think I am? And I always answer, like, honestly. I'm just like, you seem old. You seem... But the correct answer is just like, old. you're supposed to say that she's younger. So yeah, I will 100%. Uh... I will tell you the thing that comes to my head immediately. I'm not going to tell you the thing you're going to probably want to hear. But anyway, I always fuck up Pearl's quest. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, you know, they hang in, doing their thing. There's a hot guy. And Ruby's like, go. Go for it. Shoot your shot. Don't he's on the phone. Away. He's frantic. Yeah. He's, on, he's frantically on the phone. And Ruby's like, Yeah. I know he looks distressed, but, you know, that makes him look hotter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, Deb's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, she, she's like, no, 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 this isn't not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. And he gets off the phone, and Ruby's like, oh, there you go, 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 go. And so she downs her drink. Yeah. And Deb goes, we do not see what happens yet. Because we get the title card, Night of the Living Deb, and she wakes up, and Emily said that this is realistic sleeping, because she's just, like, on her stomach, like, wrapped in the blankets, just, like, not attractive at all. Yeah. Still wearing her clothes from last night, makeup on. She gets up, goes to the bathroom, and immediately, like, falls, kind of, like, into the toilet a little yeah, bit, because... Yeah. The seat is up, and she's like, what? What? And we see <laughs> a UNE body butter <laughs> and some men's, like, shaving cream and stuff. Yeah. And she realizes, like... A boar's head brush? Uh, yeah, this is not <laughs> the boar's brush. her house. Yeah. This is not her apartment. And she hears a man talking. And uh, it is the guy from last night. The, and We also got a shot of some CBD coffee. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. And I think he has a CBD hat as well. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, for those of you who don't know, is copy by design. Yeah. <laughs> Not actual CBD. And um, he's on the phone, I guess, with a friend, and he's being like, I have to get this girl out of my apartment. <laughs> no, I'm not going to pull the fire alarm. <laughs> yeah, he is not happy. Not happy about the situation. He just wants to get Deb out of there. 
But Deb's listening in still, and I don't know, isn't picking up on For what's some, being like, talked it's about. It's very weird that, yeah, she's like, okay, so when he comes in, she pretends to be asleep. Yeah. And she's like, mm, mm, good morning. Good morning. Is that for breakfast? He's like, yeah, I've already had my coffee. And she's like, oh, well. Um, I don't, like, she's just saying all sorts of, she's trying to be suave. Right. Trying to be funny, trying to be suave and be sexy, tiger boobs. And it's not working for him. He's mm-hmm. like, it's 4th of July, I gotta go to my family. She's like, oh, I'd love to meet your family. I know it's soon. He's like, no, it's no. No, 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 no. no. She's like, oh, okay, then I'll just stay here. And he's like, also, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, Let's say that you had a one night stand and they're like, that's unfortunate for her. (laughs) They're like, I'm, I am going to go. I'm, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. Your assumption would be to leave, right? Yes. My assumption would be to leave. I'm not going to hang out in someone's house. Right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Good. Yeah. That's the thing is I'm like, Unless their house is really nice. Yeah, there are a couple times where she... There's a pool I might hang out. (laughs) There are a couple times where she... Like... It's like, oh, I'm not funny or I'm not this or whatever. And I'm like, it's not that... It's... She's like, people don't think I'm funny. People think I'm awkward and stupid. But I'm like, yeah, because you are. Like, you... you are. How are you a functioning adult? My thing yeah, is, yeah. like, she doesn't... She is apparently a functioning adult. Like, she has a job at a TV station. Like, Yeah, I, but she doesn't seem like a functioning person. She does not seem like yeah. a functioning person, and I think that's my biggest issue with her. Yeah. No, she she's... She doesn't um, seem like a functioning person. And in most other, like, like for example, in Shit's Creek, the people that are cringy are not functioning adults. No. <laughs> they think they are. Yes, but they're just... But in this instance, somehow she's a function... She is, for all intents and purposes, a functioning adult, but shouldn't be. Yeah, she's very over the top as a, as a character. Um, I'm like, how did you ace this job interview with the, the everything that you are? I think that... Well, I think it's more believable because she has a technical skill, which is camera operator. Yeah. She's not in front of the camera, and she's not really interacting with people. She just shows up and just does the specific job. Like, yeah. I I think that's more believable that you have someone who's, like, super quirky doing programming or uh, camera operation or control room stuff, you know? That makes sense. And I guess she's also not functioning because I guess she does have one friend and... A mom in yeah. Virginia Beach. Right. <laughs> and that's all we know. So, okay. I'll give it. Granted. Give it that. So, she, like, eventually gets the hint. Yeah. But then, uh... After breaking his family heirloom. And then she has a... Then they're talking in the kitchen or something, and then she has the memory of what happened last night. Yes. Yep. So, we get what happened last night. Which is her walking up to him. He's at the bar. He grabs a drink. And she's just... He's got two drinks. He's got two drinks. They're white Russians. Well, one's a, sh- one's a shot of uh, bird dog whiskey and the other one's a white Russian. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I thought they were two of the same. Okay. So, 
She just grabs the white Russian. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, you know my drink! Oh my god, that's so crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, that is bold of you to assume. <laughs> Maybe I should try that to somebody. Hey, you got my drink! Just walk away with the beer. I think I did hit. <laughs> and, yeah, she starts drinking the white Russian and, like, tries to, like... Yeah, she does a, a weird thing with her body where she undulates to be sexy or something. <laughs> Yes. And then this girl kind of like steps in and uh -huh. she has a headset on. She's on the phone with his dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this, this is uh, Bar Stacey. Guy's fiance, Stacy. Yeah. And so I guess he, when he was on the phone being like stressed out, it was because his dad wanted him to take up the family business. Mm -hmm. He said no. Stacy's pissed which i don't know like if you're gonna get married to someone maybe you should talk about your job prospects and what your plan is with them so that way they don't have an undue expectation that you know i you just turned down this multi-million dollar job opportunity from your father mm -hmm. yeah right you know i might be a little upset if I you think, didn't talk about that i think that's normal yeah if you if there was that expectation you'd take and then backed out of it sure yeah yeah makes sense yep i here's the thing stacy is not a good person but i kind of see where she's coming from i agree with you uh but yeah she's definitely not a good person she's not a good person but um yeah, and she's an asshat. No one's a good she's, person. No, that's the thing is I was like, wow, they really wrote people that like I really don't care about. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's all like really. They're either stupid or just like very because, awkward. Yeah. To be fair, like but I do say fun. a couple times that I feel like Deb is a mouthpiece for like sort of how the writers like feel about <laughs> some, some things. But to be fair, also I think that's like he like for for all of like the anti like hippy dippy stuff that Deb has and like pokes fun at Ryan for. Mm -hmm. He's also an asshat for doing a lot of the things that he does. Yeah, he is. Like he does it in an asshat way. I really think that most of these characters were just written to be like like you're not really supposed, supposed to, to like them. any of them. I think so. Like we're not really supposed to write to know. Deb, I think. But I I don't I don't 100% agree with that. I think you're supposed to like want to root for her because she's fun and quirky and she's just so real and gets it that's how i interpreted it and i understood yeah. like i get that that's not how and that's fine i think yeah no i think that this movie was intentionally meant to just be like really weird and kind of dumb um I don't, overall. and i don't disagree with that yeah. but i think that you're supposed to out of everybody relate to deb hmm that's just my personal No, I know that's opinion. your personal yeah. opinion. I, I don't see it. I don't see it as much because I don't know the context of who these people are and who wrote this. Yeah. I would like to know that information before I say, okay, yeah, then I know that they're yeah. more trying to... They seem like these kind of people that would impart that yeah. message. Like, there's definitely some kind of comedic intent here. Yes. So I don't know... Like this Wait, person could be like, com. yeah, com exactly. Part of the rom-com. This guy, the per, whoever wrote the script or like made Deb who they are mm. knows that answer because they're either like, yeah, I totally agree with Deb, or 
Um, no, I wrote her to be like this kind of asshole. Yeah. Like, we don't have that context. Yeah. So. But yeah, Stacy is an asshole. Yes, yeah, Stacy <laughs> is. She's very asshole. mean to Deb. Yeah. <laughs> she's very, very mean. And she calls a white Russian a girl's drink. Which I don't really agree with. Like, I asked you because I have never had a white Russian. I've had one. It's just kind of, yeah, it's sweet. I mean, if, if that's your context of a girl drink, then. Sure, then you see that as a girl drink. This is her context of a girl drink. She's drinking a straight shot of bourbon, like whiskey. She says that the white Russian is his, so that shot of whiskey is hers. Yes, exactly. So that's her context. She drinks straight whiskey. Whiskey. So, (laughs) yeah, to her, it's a girl drink, I guess. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I think think a couple white Russians will knock you on your ass. So, like, I don't think it's that much of a girl drink. If it's a girl drink, the girl's having one of them. <laughs> yeah, so then, you know, Deb understands, like, oh, he didn't... Because she, she says, she's like, yeah. oh, I thought you just intuitively ordered this drink for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then... The, um, they have another... Uh, yeah, and then... He does, because... He does say to, like, kind of get out of whatever is going on with Stacy. Be like, right. yeah, I was having a conversation with this lady. And she's like, oh, well, what's her name? And he says Deb. She says Estelle. But she's like, yeah. oh, no, my name is Deb. And he's like, why do you know? say it was Estelle? <laughs> that doesn't help. It doesn't help. She's <laughs> like, like, I was I trying to get you funny. out of the doghouse. Yeah. I like those weird low conversations. Like, why did you do that? Like, I liked those jokes. Like, why did you do that? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it would be that it would help. Then Stacy is like, you know what? Whatever. Say goodbye to these. And we think she's going to, like, open her oh, shirt sure. up. But it's a little locket with two cats. And yeah. Those are Mayberry. Trixie and, and Mayberry. <laughs> He's like, I loved those cats. I loved those cats. <laughs> they looked like cute cats. They we do see that we see one of them i think we see mayberry yes (laughs) and then yeah somehow they ended up back at the house we don't know if they've had sex i because she's also fully clothed yeah and neither of them actually remember what happens when they get back to the apartment yeah i guess yeah they don't really know so everybody else just assumes they have they have had sex. sex yeah so she, they're leaving, and he cannot wait to get away from her, and he's like... They're uh, standing outside. He's she, like, uh, we can be normal if we see each other. She's trying to, like, no, let's see each other. And then and she recites The Midnight Ride of Paul, Paul Revere. Revere. By Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, who is from Portland. I, I thought this was hilarious when she's like, he's from Portland, Maine. He's like, yeah, I know where we live. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that, too. <laughs> and then she's just unloading a bunch of baggage about her life. Yeah, and she says something. She's like, yeah, I used to recite this to my mother every 4th of July. She's in a better place now. Virginia Beach. <laughs> I, it took me a while to process that because, like, later she tries to call her mom. And I'm like, oh, her mom was in a better place. I'm like, oh, no, I get it. Now, I, I get the, I get it. Virginia Beach. Virginia yeah. Beach. No, Virginia Beach is, a yeah, just another term for, like, you know, oh, we let the dog out at this pasture. It's like, oh, we took the grandparents down to Virginia <laughs> Beach. <laughs> yeah, she's still alive. Um, but, yeah, she does that a lot where, like, she makes you think that she's telling you, like, a deep, like, sad story. And then it's just something. Really asinine. Yeah. Just nonsensical. Cool. So he's just sort of like, okay, bye. And he goes around the corner. 
and is kind of like watching her. She she has a she uses her cell phone is a brick like Nokia phone. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not even a flip phone. Like it is a. It brick. is a Nokia phone. Yeah. yeah. And. She gets a call from Ruby, and Ruby's like, oh my god, you're my hero. And then we hear, like, a sort of, like... Someone's coming into the store. Someone's coming in, like, glass breaking. She tries calling Ruby. Ruby doesn't answer. She gets into her car named Otis, which I actually really liked the car. I thought the car I feel like every good... I feel like almost most zombie movies have a car. Well, it's the easiest way to get from a zombie. but, But I mean, like, like... This is like the, like it's an iconic thing. I Th- might be this wrong. Be an I- okay, so you but... mean like a car that is present through the film? Yeah, it is like iconic. Um, I might be wrong. Zombieland, they drive around like some big stupid Hummer. Yeah. And they like make a big deal about it at some point. So it's like, ooh, this is the iconic car for zombies. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't think Walking Dead has iconic cars. They just have whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, I haven't watched a lot of zombie movies. That's just, like, my, I don't know. Having sold, like, movie memorabilia and stuff at Hot Topic, that's just what I. (laughs) I think, like, um, I've seen a lot of zombie movies, but, like, I've seen most of the George Romero ones. Yes. And I loved just, like, I think it harkens back to just, like, the style of when it was shot originally mm-hmm. and, like, this kind of um, older 70s style of, like, stilted sort of dialogue at times. But, like, I think they're, it's pretty well written for what it is. Yeah. And the gore is amazing. <laughs> um, I do like those movies in general. That I think they were pretty well done. But, like, in weird ways, they kind of felt more quiet yeah. than, like, modern types on obviously modern types on movies like the yeah what was it the remake of like night of the living dead or something was just like oh the zombies are running and it's like more high paced i am legend also is kind of similar to that they do make that joke yeah (laughs) they're like oh god some of them run (laughs) run. (laughs) so she drives off in her car and she is she pulls up to a stoplight and she sees two children over a grown man mm-hmm. eating him. Yeah, she's eating just his like, intestines. She, and she's just like, just like oh, crazy kids. She's just like, huh. <laughs> oh, oh, crazy. And then he goes, you know, we cut back to Ryan. He goes to Coffee by Design. And nobody's there. And he's just like, Billy? Or Bill? No. Joe? Joe. It's Joe. Like a cup of Joe. Yeah. Cup of. And... He's like, Joe, where are you? Hello? And Joe's a zombie. Yeah, he spins him around. Uh, like, he sees Joe's back and he spins him around and he's eating a foot. And he's Ryan like, first asks, why are you eating, eating a, a foot? foot? <laughs> and then we, so we are kind of going in between what's happening here and then Deb driving her car and seeing more zombies. She's like, the parade's really gone downhill this year. I don't know if there's a 4th of July parade in Portland. Um, I haven't heard of one. So I was like, that's in, that's a choice. Yeah. Because, like, the only parades that I know about in Portland are St. Paddy's Day Parade is okay. a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then the Portland Pride Parade is a big deal. Yeah. I don't 
sometimes there's a Fourth of July parade. So I'm like, okay. Maybe. Or probably. Drop that in there. But yeah, I'm like, oh, did you think that this was like, that was the theme of this year's parade? The zombies. The zombies. <laughs> and cannibalism. Can- Ooh, cannibalism. I like it. <laughs> and then she she realizes that, because one of them comes and like bangs on her window. She realizes, like, nope, this is a problem. This is uh, I'm looking at my stupid notes. <laughs> she, she, we. Some of the effects are. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're really bad. Well, that's part of it. Is like, it reminds me of um, this film. I think is intentionally bad for a lot of reasons because yeah. it is riding on the success of like other bad horror movies, mm-hmm. Sharknado. And Birdemic. Have you seen Birdemic? No. You would hate it. It's so bad. But it's also really funny. I think it's a funny movie because it is like Birdemic, I think, does a better job trying to, what I I think it's trying to do is just mimic the room. Yeah. The dialogue is so dumb and everyone is so dumb. Yeah. Like... And, and scenes just don't make sense. Like, one of my favorite parts in Birdemic is, like, they had an original song, I think, written for the movie by yeah. some, like, random R&B singer. Oh, my God. I think he is sort of famous, but I, I can't remember. I remember looking him up and saying that, like, oh, he had other things. Who is it? I don't remember. Is it ja Rule? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not anybody we've ever heard of. Okay. And, uh... Yeah, he makes a whole song that's about hanging out with his family. And the two lead characters that are supposed to like get together are like slow dancing to this song. And they're like the only people in this restaurant that are dancing, like with this random R and B singer just like singing on stage. And they're all just both just like looking at him. I'm just like <laughs> it is an insane scene. Uh, There's know, a lot of other beautiful one moments in that Another film. one that um, actually, fun fact, is produced by someone that I went to college with mm-hmm. is Velocipaster. Velocipaster? Oh, okay. I'm here. Okay. I'm here for this. I'm here for this. Yeah. Uh, I actually did a scene with him in my scene study class, but he was <laughs> one of the producers on the film. Oh, my God. And it was really fun. I, I, had, I had mentioned it because um, Steph of macabre family head was watching it oh yeah and posted it on instagram oh. and i was like hey <laughs> usm alumni <laughs> so yeah so maine does have its fingers in this um sort of so bad it's B... good question mark movies it's like b horror but a comedy yeah kind of that yeah vibe to them um but i mean yeah this makes sense for I think it makes sense for what it is because of just like they're trying to do another yeah, yeah. trying to be the next like Burt Demick basically. See, I don't know if well, those, I don't know if I'm fully there because again, we don't know the intention. We don't know the intention. We should look it up. Yeah, um, I, I've tried and I can't really find anything from them. Okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah, so I'm not sure if it's a hundred percent their intention to be this bad. Um. In, in terms of anyway because it's a comp it's fine let's move on let's move on so yeah there's a fun scene where she like uh 
hits the, 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 the gas as she's going backwards and she crashes the zombie into a, another car and it mm-hmm. like flibble flobbles. Yeah. And it's funny. But um, she does, she runs into Ryan and he's like, because he has run out of the coffee shop and she's, they're like, she gets out of the car. Yes. And they, which is stupid. And they start to go run towards his place. And there's one zombie that's sort of like staggering. And she's like, oh, you know, they're slow zombies. Like, we're good. Um, you know, it's not the fast zombies. And, you know, they're like the cerebral palsy zombies. And he's like, that's not nice. That's. No, he said, like, that's Manny. I know. He has he CP. Has CP. <laughs> she's like, oh. And then some other zombies start to run. She's like, nope, nope, they run, they run. Some of them (laughs) run. run. (laughs) So they go to his apartment. So Uh, this is where I would like to ask you. Because they, so they, when they're in the apartment, they're trying to figure out what to do. He doesn't have cable. And uh, she's able to tell him, like, the news channel that he does have, it's running a rerun of yesterday's broadcast, which is strange because she works there. And she's like, yeah, this is yesterday's broadcast. I can tell you because I was there. And it's very strange that they're rerunning it. Mm-hmm. And that there's not current something going on. Because they would at least have a skeleton crew. And he does have a radio. So they go and then there's like an emergency news broadcast saying, hunker down. These are the symptoms. Which one of the symptoms is slow or fast walking. <laughs> which, very good. It's either slow or nothing I love in between. That. So... They are trying to decide what to do because she's like, at one point she's like, we should, you know, it said to hunker down. That's what we should do. And he's like, I need to make sure that my family is okay. And they sort of broker this deal that she will drive. Mm -hmm. Well, they'll go get his family and then they'll go towards Virginia Beach to where her mom is. My question to you is, what would you do? In a zombie apocalypse. Apocalypse. Um, a pop up lips. You know, I think I would, uh, I would hunker down, most likely. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't try to go anywhere until I absolutely could. Because my feeling is the worst part of an apocalypse is the first few days, right? It's like, why would I try to risk my life trying to go outside? If I knew that I was like, I had a higher chance of dying. Because mm. my feeling is like, if you can hunker down for a week, even, like, you probably have a better chance of going around. Because, like, even though everything's gone to shit, maybe you have a better chance of surviving after that point. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, hunker down, have some beer, wait for this all to blow over. <laughs> that like because i remember in high school like having these conversations with friends who like sort of knew the zombie genre better than i did Mm -hmm. and a lot of them would say like oh zombies would have trouble like with hills or like climbing stairs or Mm -hmm. yeah so allegra's parents live on top of a hill there you go i'm like the gun room there you go Allegra's parents farm is on the second floor it'd be a perfect spot isolated remote yeah so i'm like okay that was always, I'm like, this is what we're going to do. We'll lock, our, lock all the doors, bring up all the food into the, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the other thing is there is a secret passageway from the gun room to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go through the whole house. 
homeless. We could do that. We could set this up. We can make it work. But that was always my thought. It's like, I'm going to put myself where all the guns are. <laughs> I think that's a safe bet. You probably want to be with all the guns. Yes. I agree with you. If I could have all the guns, I don't have guns. So, you know. I also live on top floor. So yeah, I, got I got some stairs. And your, your stairs are a little steep. <laughs> I almost die trying to go down them every day. They are yeah. dangerous stairs. I've almost fallen fallen down them. <laughs> like No. I stopped putting my shoes at the top of them because it's like if I tip over a wrong way with down you go. suddenly having bad balance, then yeah, down I go. Down you go. Um I'm falling uh, down a flight of stairs this time. Testing, 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 testing. Is this going testing. to work? Alright, I would love to just jump in right into seamlessly uh, our <laughs> episode and what we were talking about. But I just want to share with how hard we work for the listeners on this <laughs> fucking episode. Yeah, uh, so... It's a show in general. So... Our last recording glitched out, so we recorded... Hardcore. We recorded quite a bit after, um, and, like, we got to the point where we're talking about, oh, they go, they're about to go look for food, and we get talk, 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 and none of it none was of it, salvageable. None of it was, the fucking audio distorted completely, we were, like, trying to figure out what the hell was going on, and... Like, this isn't the first time we've run into this, but it was pretty severe. And now we've been interacting with just, like, updating the computer and just getting things to work. But, yeah, we spent probably an hour and a half probably just trying to fuck with everything after we noticed the glitch. Yeah, we started recording on Sunday. It is now Tuesday. Yes. (laughs) So, with that... listening we love that you're listening because it makes all of this bullshit worth it yes absolutely so thank you for listening and so (sighs) with that uh we're tuesday and we're gonna jump right back in so last time we were chatting we were talking about ryan and what's her name deb Deb. the titular deb the movie is named after this bitch yes so they have decided that they are going to leave the premises and I I had asked you what would you do I think we that's fine we figured yes out. what that's was our good. what was our plan there yes. yeah which mine is to lock myself in the farm up in the gun room yours is to also hunker down hunker down which yeah. I think that they should have hunkered down but yeah I yeah, kind I mean, of like, also I do understand wanting to reach out yes. Yeah, like staying in your apartment, but they end up going to the neighbors to look for food. Yes. Um, Mrs. Jones. Yes. And she seems dead. She's dead. She's very dead. She's dead. He checks her pulse. She's dead. This little old lady. And they have this moment where she's her eyes are already closed and then she like recites this poem and then like pushes her eyelids up yeah dev recites a poem pushes her eyes up and ryan's like the fuck you doing and closes Closes them yeah and they go they do this a couple times back and forth because she's like uh you're gonna feel really stupid when the internet is back up but you have to open open their their eyes eyes. so that way their soul can leave their body and go to heaven (laughs) 
that seems like some oddly specific thing that you would like tell to a child. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of, it is sort of like a naive kind of idea because it's like, well, we just don't like looking at dead people. Oh. We don't like them staring with their dead eyes. Kind of unsettling. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. I have no idea. So they have this little bit. And then she's like, okay, you can let go of my arm. That really hurts. And he's like, I'm not touching you. And it's Mrs. Jones! Yeah, she's she is zombified. I want to break this point up again. Like, she's got these big, like, mine teeth. Oh, yeah, very sharp, and pointy teeth. And I said that she looks like the vampires from 30 Days of Night. Yes. And then we have this whole conversation about 30 Days of Night. It's a fucking great movie. Go, go, it's a good go movie. Watch go watch it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's got, like, 30 Days of Night vibes. And she attempts to like, nom, 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 nom. she's very hungry, <laughs> partly because all she has in her apartment are prints. So, um, what he ends up doing, what Ryan ends up doing, is he takes the most logical thing. The most logical thing. He takes the like he. I don't know how he does it. He's like, just the wire. Yeah, he, he takes snaps the wire, the wire. He snaps the wire of a nearby lamp and tries to put it in her mouth. Doesn't work. And then Deb says, oh, she's old. And then does clap on, clap right. off. And then the electricity turns on. Yes. I did like that part I mentioned, yeah. Yeah, and it, it electrocutes her. It's a goofy little guy. So good to know that zombies are weak to electricity. Yes, apparently they can be fried, which I guess that makes sense. You know, like, uh, did you read um, the zombie survival guide when you were a kid? No. I read the Zombie Survival Guide and also World War Z, both both kind of ridiculous books. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, supposedly it's all just their brains controlling their movement. So yeah, you could fry a zombie's brain Absolutely. theoretically. It's not just sure. Whatever flesh. you say, Zombie Survival Guide, <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Foremost uh, literature on the subject. <laughs> I think I mentioned like I wasn't really big into zombies growing up. Yeah. Like, I wasn't into that. We had a friend who was really, really, really into zombies, but... Yeah, I mean, I didn't buy the t-shirt. I just like the movies, you know? Like, yeah. I love the Romero movies. Uh, I like Shaun of the Dead. I liked Zombieland. I'm gonna tell you, I've watched one zombie movie in my whole life besides this one. Oh, you really? Do you know what it was? What was it? I, oh my god, what the fuck? It's the, um, the romance one. I, Zombie? No. No, not my zombie. Okay. Warm Bodies. Oh, yeah, Warm Bodies. Yeah, Warm Bodies is the only zombie movie I ever watched. It's really... Actually, I've watched, I watched I Am Legend, which is technically a vampire movie, but... Is it a vampire movie? I think they're technically vampires. No, they're just... I thought they I were... Ra the, they're the, rabid. In the book, I think they're more described as vampires. Or they drink blue. They're like rabid vampires. Okay. I think I might be totally lying, but I read part of the book. And mm -hmm. That's what I remember. That dead dog scene. That dog scene. Shut is up. The most traumatizing like, thing is a which child. also Thirty Days of Night has. Oh yeah, you're I right. Like, <laughs> I do feel like because Thirty Days parallels. of Thirty Days of Night has their vampires, but I do think that there is something zombie-esque about it. Like, um. So yeah. For some reason, dead animals are like a staple in the genre, I think. But that also might be a lie. Again, I do not claim to be the foremost 
authority on vamp on vampire. I am the foremost authority on vampire literature, <laughs> uh, but on zombies, not so much. Right. So they collect up the food, and again, it's like prunes. So many prunes, and I'm like, they literally prunes like, galore. Again, old people just eat prunes. There's prune juice. I thought it looked like cranberry juice, which I was like, oh, good, delicious. Yeah, yeah, I'll just great. drink that yeah. all the way to Virginia Beach. <laughs> um. But no, it was prune juice, which actually I think prunes are technically droops, so I would die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. But they attempt to go downstairs. Zombies have gotten in, which again, I would like, like, I don't know how they got in, but I guess that could be, that could be a reason why you're like, well, if they had hunkered down, then they'd be stuck in the building with the zombies. Unless they, you just push all of your furniture up against the door. Mm-hmm. Which probably could have worked. Because he's not like he's not on the first floor, I don't think. But so they go up the fire escape and There's she, a whole bunch of extras. Yeah, there so. are extras. I recognized at least one person. Yeah. And they go down the fire escape and she decides she's like, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna take one for the team. And you go to your bike. Because <laughs> she has she has a car. Yeah. He only has a bike. He tells her, like, he bikes to work. So he runs over to the bike. She is taking on the zombies. And he can't leave her behind. So he takes the bike chain and, like, fucking whips the shit out of some zombies. Which is fucking badass. And this is where you asked me in the original this is, recording. This is where we realized things got <laughs> fucked up. So you asked me in the original recording, what would I use for a weapon? Yes. And I wanted to rephrase it and say, um, less so, well, like, you can just pick up whatever you want in your yep. house. But also, if you could modify it oh. to make it more deadly. Well, because I, okay, number one, I thought, that because I, I was initially like, well, if I did axe throwing, I would have throwing axes around. But, yeah. like, if I actually, like, like did two, it more regularly. Like, yeah. But um, two-day kind of but like. But two-day. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about it. I would use my pie iron. Pie iron? Yep. Because it's literally oh. a big iron square. Yeah. Has a handle, so it won't hurt my little fingies. And it's... But also, it's long enough, because it's about... It's uh, yay, yay long, I think. The B is... Uh, I would say she's motioning about three, three feet. feet here. Yeah. yeah. And so then I could go clap, flap. And the other thing is, I could also flip it open and get... Because then it flips open like halfways. So, like, this works. It's good also because it is it is solid iron, iron. that you're working with. Uh-huh. So it's not less likely to just bend. I uh, We also do have a cast iron pan. So Allegra can take the cast iron pan. I take the um, pie iron and we're golden. <laughs> you want to hear a tale from Christian Summer Camp? Yes! Okay. So Christian Summer Camp that I went to um, would always have, like, a fun, large weird free-for-all rpg style game because one of the counselors was a huge nerd and so they would have like a tag game type thing that he would introduce uh every year this year's that i remember was zombies so everybody starts as a survivor in the zombie apocalypse and then there are some uh counselors who are still zombies and they'll try to 
catch you, turn you into zombie, then you're a zombie and try to get you the other campers. What's also really fun, though, is that you make your weapon first. So with a lot of uh, poor supervision, they gave these children, myself included in this mixture, access to branches, cardboard, duct tape, all the things that are perfect for ensuring a safe weapon, right? Yes. Um, so I made a frying pan. <laughs> that was my yes. weapon. I thought that that was funny. I like it. I appreciate it yeah. a lot. I was very into Left but 4 Dead at that time, so there was a frying pan weapon. Things to modify. Yeah. Yeah. You know what would also be a good option for you? What? Your fucking shovel. Because that just... Cuts people's heads clean off. Yeah. I I would probably... I remember when I worked at Hot Topic and The Walking Dead was a bigger thing then than it is now. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. And one Halloween they had like a Lucille bat. Oh, sick, and yeah. And I walked around with that fucking thing. It felt so good in my hands. It's really... Like, it's iconic. I literally thought about buying it because like it felt really nice to just be like, I'm like... <laughs> I'm a gangster. <laughs> like, <laughs> I used to have wooden baseball bats, and I miss not having like the big ones. So like baseball bat with nails. That'd classic. be perfect. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I really lawnmower. That's a little cumbersome. Is it though? Might be. <laughs> if I got Allegra's dad's ride on lawnmower. <laughs> run, run, bitch! Yeah, you'd get swarmed. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, yeah, I'm not good at thinking of no, how no. to modify. Well, I got like I have an actual hatchet in my house, so I just go think gravitate towards that. It's like this yes. is a natural option. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, was... that's kind of what I was thinking. Is like if you have something, yeah. Maybe my cat. Meow. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> you think things would protect you? No. I'm pretty sure if I let him outside for a second, he'd like run into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, never seeing that guy again. No. Well, that was fun. That was a great four years we've had. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. No. But the bike chain makes for a very good weapon. Again, apparently. he's got some distance. And, and he's got the it's... lock on it, too. Yeah, so. The one thing that I did think was he went first. So she's on top of this zombie, sort of. She's yeah, she's sitting on his a, shoulders. Yeah, like a little shoulder ride on the zombie. And he hits it in the face. And I'm like, you could have just, like, smacked her? Right. <laughs> Fallen over that's, into the other a, pile of zombies yeah, behind that her. is a risk you are willing to take. And you took it, and you did okay. Yeah. So they are able to go to her car. And so the the plan is... Because and also they dropped all the prunes, so they have no snackies. There mm -hmm. are no snackies. No snackies. No snackies. They are gonna go to his family's house, check on them, and then she. It's gonna is go to Virginia. Gonna Beach. go to Virginia Beach, where her mother is. Oh, this was funny because earlier she calls her mother and was like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "I'm fine, dear." It's like there's no one down there eating people's faces, and she's like, "Honey, this isn't Florida. Florida. This is Virginia, Virginia Beach." It's <laughs> like, "Oh, this is funny." Oh. So she decides to make a detour, though. Yes. To Yule Yule Land. What the fuck is the store called? Yule Mart. Yule Mart, where, where her friend Ruby works. Yes. Because 
she heard the, the crashing of glass and Ruby being like, sir, what are you doing? Sir, sir, sir. Yeah, so she's like, I gotta check so, on Ruby. And they have this conversation about, um, cause he's like, oh, we don't have any weapons. And she's like, oh, in the glove box, <laughs> like, there's a fucking gun there. She was like, and he's, he's like, you had this the entire time. time. And she says, well, it came with the car, which I think is, I think that's funny. That was funny, yeah. I think that's really funny that yeah. it's not even her gun. She bought the car and the gun came with it. Yeah. And <laughs> so she's like, yeah, it only has two bullets though. So if we turn, like we can just go like, bam, bam. And she like mimics shooting herself and then himself. And he's like, well, you shot yourself first. How could you shoot me? And also you're not going to shoot me. She's like, oh, that, you know, that will change. I promise that will change. Right, yeah. So they go into Yulemart and... Oh, Ryan also centers himself before going into Yulemart. Yes. Which I thought was... <laughs> <laughs> and when they're in Yulemart, they keep... There are these things that are motion activated and they start singing. One really... of the trees is motion activated. Yeah, as soon as something gets like starts singing, they both just wail on it like relentlessly until it stops going and then which to be fair yeah. the noise attracts the zombies so i mean like <laughs> it is fair. natural it is fair but also <laughs> so they kind of get into the back <laughs> and they see ruby she's very clearly turned and deb is like oh no no she's my friend i'm gonna try and like get to her she's like ruby and then ruby turns around and, goes, <laughs> and she's like no run 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 they hide and she ends up, she's going to use Ryan as a decoy. She wraps yeah. him in bells. Yeah, yeah. So she can get to the car and so get the gun. She gets the car. Ryan comes out and jumps on top of the car. She says, jump on top of the car. Right. So that's what he does. Ruby comes out. She pops the trunk. And she backs up into Ruby. Ruby falls in the trunk. And then, like, when she stops, Ryan rolls off the hood of the car, slams the trunk, and lands on the ground. And she's like, yay, we did it! Because <laughs> her plan is to save Ruby in the trunk right? for safekeeping for when they find a cure. Yeah. And Ryan is, I'm like, literally, like, you literally were just we telling Ryan. We were literally Ryan. just talking about and it. And also, yeah. while they were driving over, she kept running over the zombies. Because she's like, they're not going to want to live this way. You're not going to want to live this way. Like, yeah, I it's like, what if they get to... cured? It's like, oh, they'll wake up having eaten their friend's intestines. Which, to be fair, I think that would be horrific. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely horrific. Need a lot of therapy. Uh -huh. But also, I think there's something to be said for, like, alive, dead, dead, alive. Um, you know, people might have varying opinions on if they'd rather be alive or dead after a zombie apocalypse. But, you know, we... Do you have the right to make that choice for them? I think the world would be more metal. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and roll, buddy. So, yeah, she immediately changes her tune and is like, I'm going, you know, this is my friend and I'm going to save her. And it's like, because you, you were like, Brittany, it's character growth. Even though it all happened within five seconds and there's no Look, be character development. There's no reason for it. So... It was they then, thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they then start driving to his dad's house. So his, so she finds out that he, his dad, basically owns this big water treatment plant, 
Waverly. Waverly. Waverly treatment? Yeah, something like that. Waverly wastewater treatment or something like I that. I think that's it. Yeah. WWWT. WWWT. And she's like, you're a Waverly? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, huh. So it turns out that he was supposed to get into the family business. He turned it down. Again, he turned down like probably like a billion, like he at least was going to be making six figures. Oh, you know yes. that. Oh, absolutely. Which is why I think that his fiance. You know has... what's the best way to make six figures in any industry? What? Nepotism. Yes. <laughs> yes. So his fiance was upset that he turned it down. And again, I feel like there's kind... that's kind of warranted because like if you're going to share your future with this person, maybe include them in your career decisions Mm -hmm. you don't have to make your decision based on that person but maybe talk to them about it make sure you're on the same page and if you're not don't get married yeah there you go (laughs) as simple as that and so she also she is you know she works at the news i think we yeah we mentioned she works for the news so she kind of has this idea of what they do, what they're about, what's currently going on with them, and she's got some feelings <laughs> about them. They're not, they say that they're like the most environment. Uh, he says they're like the most non-environmentally sound company. Yeah. yeah. It's also funny because they're the where they're driving, because this was filmed in Portland, so they're driving through the area that I work. Yeah. Where I work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know exactly where they are. I cross the street all the time. I was driving through there literally today. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which that's, again, that's really fun to me. Is it's cool to see, like, the statue there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The exact streets. It's the like, 90, I know exactly yeah. what this is. I know yeah. where I am. Which <laughs> is, again, really cool. There are a couple movies that have, like, that were filmed in Old Orchard. Mm-hmm. And... When I like, there's one where they actually are driving through the area where the carousel is, which is not a place that you drive. <laughs> number one, but number two, I remember my parents were watching this movie, and I'm like, I fucking that's old orchard, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> and so it's really cool when you see places that you know represented in like yeah film. It's TV. really cool. It is neat. It's neat, <laughs> and so they get there. It's this big gated house, and there are zombies outside. Mm-hmm. And they go, and he doesn't remember the gate code. Yeah, he's having some trouble there. And which I think means that he hasn't seen his family in a little while. No. <laughs> and as they're doing it, his brother—we find out it's his brother—pops up. Yeah, Chaz. Chaz. He's got a gun, and he's wearing like a, one of the. It's a ghillie suit. A ghillie, is that what they're called? So yeah, he's wearing a ghillie called. suit. Yeah. And he is kind of being like, how do I know that you're not one of them? And he's like, because I'm talking to you right now. And he's like, what, what about, about her? her? And there's sort of like a moment of like flirtiness. Like his brother is really kind of gross. Yeah. But he's just kind of like, you fucking this lady, basically. Oh yeah, he says, Did you, write, uh, Did you have a note? You the rebound? Yeah. And then she's just like, <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. What a weird reaction. <laughs> yeah. she. Well, she's happy to be the rebound. Yeah. Remember, she's a, she doesn't have any sense of... Shame? Yeah. That's <laughs> he did, but I like it when he says longest walk of shame. 
<laughs> that was kind of funny. from his apartment all the way to his parent his dad's house but um it's fine he's kind of gross he lets him in they go in and so the fiance is there why can't i remember her name it's been like three days stacy stacy's there and she's just like oh my god baby i'm so happy you're here i'm happy you're safe and it's like i thought you broke up but yeah so she's like oh my god i'm so happy She's got the cats, at least one of the cats there. Mayberry, she's got Mayberry Mayberry, and she... She's, like, trying to hold Mayberry on her lap, too, and the cat's, like, actively trying to get away. away. (laughs) And, (laughs) like, every time that they mention that um, Deb is, like, the rebound, she's literally, like, Stacey's literally like, I'm gonna throw up in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, Deb's not that bad looking. Right. Emily and I both said she looks like Jessica Chastain. She's like a Bobo Jessica Chastain. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Yeah, and I think it's the chin. Uh, and like just the general facial structure. Okay, yeah. Stacy's disgusted by the fact that Ryan has slept with a ginger. <gasps> <laughs> and Daddy comes out. Daddy's just sort of like, oh, there you are. And he's like, Dad, I want to apologize for what I said yesterday. Uh, I, I, I'm so sorry. Mostly, I think he's kind of kissing up a little bit because then he, like, A, he's like, I, I'm happy you're alive. But also B, can you help us stay alive? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And dad is like, oh yes, of course. And he. They also have a heart to heart in the kitchen. They, yes. So he kind of introduces. By the way, Frank is like rocking a full suit in his oh, own. Oh, he totally his is. own fucking house. He totally is on the 4th of July. And he's yep. like, I'm making brownies. He's like, come, and would you like to help me make brownies? He does introduce her to Deb, and he's really just sort of like, I don't want to touch the riffraff. Yeah. I think she like tries to go to like shake his hand, and he's just sort of like, mm. Mm. <laughs> So in the kitchen, they're having a little heart-to-heart. Turns out, it's the wastewater's fault. Yes, he says uh, people are infected because of the water. So they aren't, yeah, so it is a virus bacteria not a virus a bacteria Mm -hmm. that was in the water so anybody who drank the water showered washed their hands any of it they are will be they are zombies now Mm -hmm. and he's just sort of like dad like oh my god he's like well and he's like well a helicopter is coming because the governor like the governor i guess pushed them to roll out this new wastewater treatment and it wasn't catching things, it wasn't ready, and that's why the governor is like trying to get them an out. It's mm-hmm. gonna help them out. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And he's like, oh, by the way, your friend's not coming. Deb is not coming. Deb's gonna stay here. Deb is gonna stay here. And he's like, what? <laughs> Absolutely not. And he kind of like finagles a bit. He's like, fine, she can come. Yeah. The brownies are finished. They look like an American flag. Everything's fantastic. Try my famous freedom brownies. Yeah, and so they're sitting and they're talking and Deb does tell him that... Because he mentioned something about the thing that... Or does she mention it? Does she bring it up? Where she's like, oh, I thought your test that your blah, 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 whatever was in, you know, beta testing. Or whatever. And he's like... If it was, which it's not, <laughs> um, how would you know about that? <laughs> mm-hmm. So 
but like she's got some intel and right. he immediately is like no 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 suspect so suspect. have this brownie and i was like those brownies have some sort of drugs in it yeah absolutely he's like really pushing the brownie and she like takes a bite and it's nasty and she's like not nah, yeah i guess not into there and then they have a guy Security that is guy. like a security guy and i asked him like oh is that what your bodyguard was like because <laughs> i guess that's what he for all intents and purposes he's like this bodyguard even though he is like looks skeevy yeah <laughs> and has a gun and shot like a something and the window got covered in blood <laughs> good 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 so he kind of like pops up and she hands him the brownie <laughs> <laughs> and he immediately it, just takes he, it. He and just like skirts it. And everybody then is sort of like they are kind of split up for the night. She gets Ryan's room or she get Ryan's room or Chaz. She gets Chaz's room because Chaz is going to go yeah, on Chaz, duty with. Oh yeah, they're divvying up roles after uh, having watched a single sparkler in the backyard for. Oh, July. that's right. Yeah. They did sparklers. Yeah, they had a drink, saw a sparkler, and then went to bed. Yes. And then yeah, so Chaz and the guard are on duty. Night duty. She's in Chaz's room, and then Ryan and Stacy are in Ryan's room, and yeah. he we see him rolling out like he's gonna sleep on the floor and she comes in in full decked out lingerie <laughs> yeah it's nice <laughs> you know what Jackson thought of this movie um, full decked out lingerie and he's like I'm not doing this Right. we also cut to Chaz and the dad and he's like just so you know dad's not coming and then also we find out that Chaz and Stacy last night when had a one night they had yeah. a one night they had a one night stand while after she and Ryan quote unquote broke up so she immediately went to the dad's house to fuck his brother. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. Very very uh, mature reaction. It is a very mature reaction. Yeah. But don't worry, since she's the slut of the movie, as I, in most horror movies, she gonna die. <laughs> so one of my favorite, like, comedic um, kind of, like, dialogue yeah. is between Chaz and Frank. Because <laughs> Chaz is overplaying, like, the overly eager-to-please son, son that's yes. trying to shine and, like, take over his business. Yeah, he wants to take over the family business But so Frank is, uh, is sort of like, you don't have to prove anything. <laughs> no! It's not time for you. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I do like there is Chaz is funny. Chaz, Chaz is, is funny. fucking funny. Chaz to me. is Chaz is like so insane. I love it. It's yeah. amazing. So he is he you know everybody's kind of just settled in for the night. Yeah. Stacy is having having shot shoot shooted her shot. <laughs> She shooted her shot well, and trying to get Ryan back, and he said no. And she's like, oh, what? Like, was she so good? And she, like, jumps on the bed and starts, like, kind of humping the bed and, like, yeah, making like, oh, my God, Ryan! Yes, Ryan! Yes, you're the best! Oh, my God, you're the best! Like, trying to, like... To make mock dab. Mock dab. Yeah. And how she thought Deb has sex. Yeah. 
and everybody can everyone hear. Everyone in the house thinks that they're actually having sex. So yeah, Deb hears it. She's mad. What's also funny is like Chaz is in yeah, like in the, the kitchen, kitchen with a giant. It sandwich. looks like an Amato sandwich. It does look like an Amato sandwich. And he just like is so mad, and he just like starts ripping the sandwich apart. And at first, it's just like, is there just like a bunch of? It literally looks like it's just ham, but then you see some veggies. There's some peppers in there. Yeah, we saw that. And the dad is just kind of like. <laughs> and we also get to see the bodyguard outside is passed out, passed out with all that frosting because, on his Oh, lips. that was the other thing. So he said he says Deb isn't coming because he loaded the brownies with horse tranquilizers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, she'll be lucky if she wakes up before August. Yeah. <laughs> and so the the guy's out, and he gets nommed. He gets nommed pretty he hard. Gets nommed hard. Yeah. And we hear a car. We hear the door, a door slam in the car, and Stacy's first thought is, is that my cats? <laughs> yeah, right? My cats! <laughs> so, How are your cats driving? <laughs> yeah, so Deb has left because she feels betrayed. Yes. Because she thinks Ryan has, back, you know, back to banging Stacy, his yeah. banging hot ex, currently back together fiance. Yeah, yeah. And formerly ex, currently fiance fiancé, affianced, engorged. And then pretty much as soon as she leaves, everything goes to shit at the house. Yeah, because Stacy runs out. Off. And there's... I kind of feel bad for Stacy. No, that's what I'm... That's why I was trying to be like, this is really mean. This part is mean. Yeah. And again, but it does sort of also follow, again horror tropes because she's the slut yeah she's the dumb bitch so she has to die yep and chaz is there and he she's saying she's like oh my god chaz and he's like stacy how could you and he's like shooting the zombies around her he's like yeah. how could you yeah how could you betray me she's like it's not like that and he just sort of like it, it's he freezes up and she gets eaten yeah this is one of the weirder moments of the movie i didn't really like and that's the thing for yeah. me is like, because I was saying like, I, it just, it's, this part's mean. This was mean, yeah. Like, Stacy's a dumb bitch and she got what she deserved, quote unquote. That, yeah, it seems. That's what it. It's kind of the vibe you get from this. Because it's like, I don't understand, I don't understand like, she could have still died, but it'd been different, you know? Yeah, she's in lingerie. He thinks that she's, you know, she's yeah. hoeing around. Like, it's really mean it is mean so chaz is so also sort of just like can't believe that he's done this i can't believe that you've done this he can't can't believe believe that he let her die and he goes inside dad's inside and um oh they come yeah they dad frank and ryan are coming downstairs and he hands ryan a gun and ryan doesn't know how to use it because that's also the joke is Ryan's a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan doesn't Ryan's not a real man. He doesn't know how to cock a gun, I guess. Yeah, no, the whole dynamic is that like Deb is the um manly man while Ryan is like the snowflake liberal, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's their dynamic, absolutely. Yeah. And Chaz is just so distraught about what he has done, about letting Stacy die. And so you should feel bad. <laughs> you should feel bad. And he gets bitten. He gets bit. He gets bitten. He, and then so Frank loads his two boys up into their car. And they lay a blanket over. 
<laughs> um, Chaz. Just let and, him die in peace. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what that is. Yeah. Like, we don't know when he's going to turn. We just have to, like... Right. You know, yeah. we're going to go to the rendezvous point. So... And we will fly out of here. So then we get back to Deb, and she gets to a security checkpoint mm-hmm. on the outskirts of Portland. This gave me big Dreamcatcher vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I Like, did. this section reminded me of Dreamcatcher. Yeah, because there's the whole, like, they're doing quarantine zone and, like, blocking anybody from leaving that area. Yeah. yeah. And then there's this guy who's... What's the best way to describe him? Was it Colonel... Do you have a note? Colonel Newton? Colonel Newton. He says he's from a private security service, but then they call him Colonel... Yeah. <laughs> like, wait. He's like, what do you have military ranks in your private security team? You know, that probably, I wouldn't be surprised if like, like if you go like Blackwater, the mercenary group that comes to mind. Oh, sorry. Defense contractors. Um, <laughs> you say Blackwater, all I think of is um, Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's inspired. Um, anyway, so yeah, so Blackwater and... Um, I'm thinking of something else. Anyway, so it's a private security company. Maybe they do adopt like uh, military jargon just to kind of keep that sort of chain of command that yeah. makes sense to folks that these that were part of military service. Yeah. So they yeah. So they're not supposedly not military, but they are quarantining this yeah. area, and they're like, we're gonna ask you a couple questions. And this guy is like a, the biggest ass clown. He kind of looks <laughs> like Harris Whittles. I actually know who that is. uh he was a comedian that was uh, very rise and fall died of a heroin overdose he oh, was very no. funny like what yeah he, but he was very talented and funny but like this guy kind of looks like him made me sad that harris Aww. wasn't around anymore Aww. yeah so yeah so this guy's an ass clown and is very he's he takes whatever his role is very seriously mm-hmm. he's like i will protect this land <laughs> And, you know, they're asking her some questions. They they take some of her blood. I did think it was really funny because, you know, they, they take her blood and the, it's a penetration. And she's like, take a girl out to dinner first. You know, that sort of thing. And, um, <laughs> and so this guy's like, you're clean? Yep. And she's like, oh, cool. He's like, you're free to go. And she's like, fantastic. Then I'll just, you know, get going. I get to Virginia Beach. And he's like, no, I mean, you're free to go back. Yeah, go to back. Portland. Go back to Portland. And he's like, I take my job very seriously. He pulls out his phone. He's got photos of his children who both have, like, guns. And there's an American <laughs> flag in the background. He's I really like, like that photo. Like, he's like, I... You know, I do what I can. The kids are waving guns around. (laughs) I do what I can to protect my boys. She's like, well, how would you feel about telling your boys that you sent an innocent civilian back into, you know, quarantine zone? He's like, you know, we can't let it get out. He said, you know, the, they have made up, they have a cover story, which is that it was nuclear waste radioactive something. radioactive something or other and that's why and they're basically just gonna wipe portland off the map yeah she's like people will care if portland disappears which i do think people would care if portland disappeared well where else are they gonna vacation exactly <laughs> where else are they gonna go i mean there's i think that there are there are enough like companies that people would be like why am i not 
able to like what, what why why isn't my workers comp insurance doing its thing <laughs> i'm just thinking about like my company just like because we're all based in maine in portland if we just disappeared they would be like like if we all got hello sa- if we all got thanos snapped yeah yes people would like, notice hello i was kind of curious where's the like perimeter is it just contained to uh portland that's the thing that i do wonder also yeah because it seems like the entire movie takes place in portland but then they're also at the family house and i don't know where they're the at. family house is not in portland no clearly not so it's got to be more like the county i guess What is considered the county? Cumberland, you know, just the entirety of the county. Like, is Cumberland County the only one called the county? I'm saying the county that they're okay. I see. In. I'm <laughs> not. I'm not throwing some common colloquial like, name that the people what it use out like. here. <laughs> no, I'm just referencing the county. I speak in a hyperbole all the I'm time. You should know this. <laughs> I need to go home. Yeah. I am home, but I need to go home. <laughs> we got a whole other episode after this. Let's keep going. <laughs> so they, yeah, they're like, basically put it, she's like, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Watch us. And so she's like, ah, oh, well, I know Frank, Frank Waverly. Yeah, he's, you know, he's got a thing with the governor. He's like, oh, do, he does. Oh, does he oh, now? does he now? And so we see Frank and the boys pull up to this yeah. camp. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, they got got. They got got. So they come in and, you know, they're like, what the fuck is going on here? Why is Deb here? Mm-hmm. And it's like, there is no helicopter. <laughs> Basically, they have drawn them out of hiding so that way then they can take them out. And then they're going to blame the way, this whole thing on the wastewater plant. And nobody will be the wiser because everyone is dead. And the governor is there too, right? Yeah, the governor is the one that is like, I'm sorry, Frank. I'm sorry, Frank. At this whole time, I was like, because this movie came out when LePage was still governor, and I'm just sort of like, when they say the governor, I'm like, LePage, it's LePage. It is not LePage. It's not, it doesn't even remotely look like it's supposed to be like a visage of LePage. Yeah, they really tried hard not to. I mean, they got white guy, old white guy. Old down. white guy, but he was very feeble looking. Yeah, he's pretty short, so kind of not LePage um, no. Which is great. Nobody wants to see LePage. <laughs> it's like, it, if you ever see LePage, like on any piece of media, you're going to die in seven days. <laughs> he's going to come out of your TV and well, he's going to strangle you. Well, that sucks because he's running again. Shit! <laughs> this is big plan to harvest souls. <laughs> Delicious. I didn't realize that he was fucking eldritch horror but i guess that tracks and his grandfather is the crypt keeper (laughs) (laughs) oh yes all right (laughs) they they are in 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 immediate danger yeah they're in immediate danger and then um, ryan is actually quite smart here yeah he does a whole decoy thing where what was the reason he's like you know she's a reporter right she's got evidence she's She's got got footage and they're like what are you talking about and she's like yeah she has a body cam and the guy's like, well, I didn't see a body cam and we did a full body search. And he's like, it's in the car. He's yeah. like, you might as well give it up, Deb. And she's like, and he's like, yeah, it's in the car. Go ahead yeah. and search it. Check the trunk. Check the trunk. 
yeah. because he knows that Ruby. Ruby's in there. Yeah. I think it's super smart, and He's I'm happy that match. the movie does give him. I'm like, I'm happy he gets a W. Yeah, yeah. He gets a win, he and I very much win. appreciate yeah. that. Character development. Character he? development. <laughs> He's a smarty pants now. So they, oh, the the governor opens up the trunk and gets zombed by ah. Ruby, <laughs> and a, a bunch of the guys, like none of them know how to shoot guns because instead of shooting her, they like shoot each other. Yeah. Oh, because he accidentally. Colonel Newton immediately breaks. Yeah, he sh- shoots the governor, and then the one of his other guys then shoot like has his gun trained on him. He's like, nope, it was an accident. It's fine. He shoots that guy. That guy shoots him. It's it's a fucking It was very fun. (laughs) Yeah, everybody... I think it is funny because it's just sort of like, yes, the people that like are waving around the guns that are supposed to be trained are incompetent with the guns. (laughs) Um, Frank also gets bit at this point. Yeah, Frank gets bit and Ruby runs off into the... Yeah, no, it was really funny. It was like, Deb says, Ruby! And then it's like, uh, it, it reminds me of like a tiger that's just attacked somebody recognizing their owner or something. Like De- Ruby like looks over at Deb's like, <gasps> and then wanders off into yeah, the woods. Yeah, she runs off into the woods. Frank tells them to get up. The, like there are people lined up with guns, like trained on Frank, and he tells them to go. They take their sweet fucking time. Yeah, they're like feet away. They're literally, literally like six feet away from him. Yeah, and this guy, they let They're them having go. a big speech and they let like Ryan and Deb I go. I thought it was really funny because like, I think we had mentioned it. Like, I think that this would have been perfect for like when he says, uh, you know, that girl's got moxie because she's like in her car. Yes. And we've already seen that there's trash in her car. She opened it up. And, and like, a, a moxie rolled, rolled out. <laughs> Would have been fucking genius. Yes. But you know what? I don't get paid to write movies, so I guess, what do I know? Well, B, uh, this is our pitch. We can be your writers. If you want some liberal snowflakes on your team, which you probably don't, uh, we can do Night of the Living Deb 2. Or <gasps> Dawn of the Deb. Oh my god! Dawn of the Deb. Yes, absolutely. Call us. Let's get this Let's get this on the books. I like it. Yeah, or put us in the movie and kill us. <laughs> your <That> choice. Too. <laughs> so... So they scuttle off, and Frank is like, come at me, boys! (laughs) They go back through town. They end up at the news station. Yeah. And their kind of goal is to... Oh, actually, first they go to a yogurt shop that doesn't exist. Oh, yeah, the Go Berry. They go to Go Berry, which exists in Massachusetts, not in Maine. Yeah. Um, And it was really funny, because Emily's just like, what the fuck is she eating? And she's just like, or like, she's eating yogurt, and they're just like, this big thing of... A big tub of sprinkles. Big tub of sprinkles. And I was like, I'd do that. Just a whole tub (laughs) of sprinkles. Help yourself. It's like, this is the most self-serve you're ever going to get. My God, I'd be loading up on peanut butter cups and Oreos. Yeah, that'd be my go-to. Put it all in there. Hell yeah. And so they that's when they come up with the idea to go to the news station and try to broadcast what's going on. Mm-hmm. They get there, and there is a... She's like, this is a more... You know, everyone in the morning meeting turned into a zombie. And she says, this is the most lively meeting I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another, like... There's, you know, there's another kind of mean joke about the lady with Botox. <laughs> yeah, there was. And I'm just, yeah. I'm not really big on people who... I'm you don't like, like the like, mean I'm jokes. Like, I don't like mean jokes specifically when they're aimed at women because it's like... 
appearance. Like, women are more focused on appearance because we have to be, because that is what society expects of us. So Mm -hmm. to make fun of us when we can't necessarily help it, I don't think is funny. Okay. That's just, again, that's just me. Like, also, people can do whatever they want to their bodies. If they want Botox, fine. Also, Botox is an actual medical treatment for migraines. So, you know what? But yeah, the idea is, oh, she's a dumb bimbo. And now she's stuck with this face as a zombie. It's never going to decompose. Teehee. Maybe that's just more making fun of that person, though, as a character. I know. But for me, it's paired with the meanness of Stacy. Right. There's like a through line that I personally see that I'm like... Yeah, I don't. I didn't like first Stacy, and I, I wasn't really like that concerned about the reporter because it was sort of like, oh yeah, crazy Fox News, so, <laughs> like being over the top with their yeah. cosmetic and which because the guy also that. is like super tan. Yes, which that actually comes back, and I think it's funny. Yeah, in like one of the sections, so they go into the one of the control rooms, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. and. There's a zombie in there, and he, like, strangles it, but you can tell, like, he's not. He's not, though. Yeah, he didn't strangle him at all. No, he just sort of, like, turns the headphones around, and it's like, oh, okay. Oh. There's not even effort effort into miming a strangle. Well, yeah, yeah. And they, so they, I don't remember what they do in this room, but they, then they go to the, um... They go to the sounds, the, like to the studio and the stage, mm-hmm. and she is like, "Oh, it's gonna be really weird not being behind the camera." And he's like, "Yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna do it. Idiot. You're gonna do it." And he's like, "No." She's like, "He's like, live your dream." And she's like, "Well, what's your dream?" And he's like, "Being a life coach." And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he is living his dream. <laughs> he's living his dream. Uh, so yeah. So Deb then gets like the quickest wardrobe and makeup. Yeah, you change. were like, is there a whole wardrobe team that like her yeah, makeup the hair, stuff? Wardrobe, She's got a dress. Makeup. I'm like, oh, what the fuck, man? And also, we have this sort of time. Yeah, yeah, like to do all this. It's like I thought we were getting bombed in a second. No. <laughs> so they then she does, you know, she does this very poetic. Which, damn girl, that improv I get. Like, it's, she's just going and it's perfect and doesn't have any flub ups. She doesn't mispronounce anything. It's perfect, which is obviously realistic, <laughs> as you can tell by this podcast. Yeah. Unscripted. We're, we're so eloquent at all times. <laughs> we're so eloquent even when scripted. <laughs> <laughs> so she is doing the thing and then. Brett Masters, who is the super tan like star reporter, comes through and gives her a big old bites that dead. So my favorite. Oh, this is my favorite part of the movie. I also thought it was funny. So in her in her speech, she's talking about the zombie apocalypse, but then she ends it with saying, "And also, woman falls in love. They fell in love." I thought that was so corny. It's really corny. But he loved, he, Ryan's eating it up. Yeah. He's like, oh. My favorite part of the movie is we just start seeing these news reports where they've picked up this broadcast and mm-hmm. they're talking about it. And they're like, is it real? Is it not? And we see like YouTubers and bloggers and people discussing and just sort of 
my favorite is they're from Portland, Maine. Maine isn't even a real state. <laughs> um, Maine isn't even a real also, state. I like the guy that's like, that guy is not a zombie. He's, He's too, too tan. tan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you confuse zombies and vampires? He also, then, you know, they, there's someone like, I have like a degree in special effects and that is not special effects. And, you know, people are going back and forth. Oh, that was the very end of the movie though, right? No, this is... That. All the back and forth of people watching the footage. Yeah, that's where we're at right now. Before we skipped over the part where they're on the roof. That comes. That's the end of the movie. Is them being on the roof. Really? Yes. Oh god, I must have whatever. Yeah, because this happens first. Because we're seeing that people are discussing them, and there may be hope for them yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, like it. So. Oh. The other funny thing that I mentioned yes. in that dialogue, because I was looking at this note and staring at it and saying, <laughs> when the fuck was this mentioned? Because it's hilarious. There was some person saying like, well, before this person was working at the news station, she got fired from this one place because yes. she put on an unauthorized sock puppet production of Jesus Christ Jesus Superstar. That's <laughs> 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 so dumb. Love part, it. I think this movie is a miss for me, but there are some parts that are actually There's funny. There's some really funny moments in There's some in really this. funny, like, shining gems in this movie. Yeah. That is one of them. But yeah, so they're basically, like, there are some news stations that did some digging, and they're trying to... Um, Figure out if it's real or not. So we're going through all these reels. They're yeah. digging down to the truth. And they, you know, they're trying to be like, oh, well, we can't trust her. Is this... There's, like, there's this one guy who is, like... He's like, you know, I, he's on this daytime talk show and he's like, you know, I am, a, you know, I am a expert on truth and you could be too with my back. <laughs> and it's interesting because you see all of this happening and you're like, how much time has passed? Right. Yeah. Since the broadcast. Yeah. So it has gone viral and they are in the control room and he's patched her up and she's like, not going to make it. She's been yeah. bit. Yeah. He's like, you know, they're having this, you know, it's so tender, so loving. And she's like, I'm getting really hungry. I'm getting hungry. I don't, oh, he's like, I'm going to get the first aid kit. She's like, yeah. you can't. And he's like, well, we'll go together. So they go out back into the, she's like, we have to go all the way back through the studio. So they start going, there's zombies. And yeah. they kind of kick some zombie ass. Yeah. You know, there's one, they're running through the, the hallway and he like kicks it and then she's like oh Lenny's first and then she like stomps on it <laughs> and they try to when they go, they go into the studio and she tries to be like I'm one of you and he's a friend he's an ally and they just like ah, and she's like oh never mind so they run up onto the roof yeah they're stuck on the roof and they close the door that you know they close the door and the zombie hands are trying to get through and they have this romantic moment, and she she's like trying to say, "Hey, let me." She's like, "Please let me have a let me." She he's like, "Here, take my arm." She's like, "I love you, so I'll let you take a bite out of me." She's like, "Can I go more for like the? Can I have the liver? The liver, or like something, something better, something better than your arm." And she goes in to bite him, and he's going to do it, and then. Some they EMTs? Hear, yeah, some EMTs with a... Stun gun? A stun gun <laughs> come through. 
And they're like, ah, there you are. We're glad we found you. Like, very chill. Very (laughs) chill. And they come over and they just stick a bandage on. They're like, you're good. And she's like, but I've been been bitten. What if I turn? And they're like, that's really rude of you to assume. Very outdated thinking that getting bit by a zombie is going to turn you. Like, some of those people, they're very nice people. And the two of them are just, like, Ryan and Deb are like, oh, yeah, yes, they're very nice people. And they're like, we're just fucking with you. Like, they're fucking zombies. They're fucking disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out that this was just, the the disease is just, or the bacteria is just passed through the water. Yeah, no biting or anything. No biting. Yeah. Frank and Chaz are there. We find out Chaz had, like, Chaz is fine. Chaz is fine. He Frank's had woken fine. up. We get a flashback. He woke up in the backseat of the car, saved. Well, yeah, because he brought a gun out and is like, stand down. Turns out that the guy's in this, oh. in this, um. He, he, he wakes up yeah. and he's like, damn, chowder, mad dog. Stand bro. down. Stand down. Stand down, bro. That's my pops. <laughs> That's my pops. Turns out that they're his pool buddies. Yeah. Also, we find out that Chaz is adopted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though they always made the joke that Ryan's adopted because he's a pussy and then everyone else in this family is a real man. <laughs> but yeah, it turns out Chaz is the adopted so, one. So, <laughs> big family happy reunion on the and, roof. Yeah, they and are going like, to jail. Yeah, it's like, but we got to get out of here because they're about to bomb, bomb Portland. Portland. <laughs> and we get a kiss. Yeah. They, and like literally the dad is like, go on. In front of everyone. Kiss him. Go kiss on. her. Go on. And they kiss. And then Portland gets bombed. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> right? Yeah, that was it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Roll so, credits. Roll the credits. So my question for you is how much do you think they spent on this movie? What is the budget? There's a budget? Uh... Very little, um, but I don't know if they paid extras at all. I bet it was a million dollars. It's got to be a million. It's very low. Nothing. A million is low for you? <laughs> for, uh, yeah, well, it's a long time to make a movie. All right. Sometimes. So, <laughs> Night of the Living Dead, the 2014 rom that was kicked Start funded by Kickstarter. Yeah, but they also had uh, sponsorships and shit like that. The budget was $106,000. What? They got a lot of free shit. Yeah, they did. Huh. 106,000. Wow. Yeah, so 100,000 of that came from Kickstarter. Wow. $100,000 came from Kickstarter. Yep. Okay. So they only threw in an additional 6000 Wow. So it was... So it went up on March 6th. By April 5th, they had $100,000. Wow. Their goal was 99000 hmm. And I obviously do not have box office because this was... But there was a rap party. Cast and crew publicly promoted the rap party that anyone could attend with a purchase of a $95 ticket. <laughs> Solid. That's how you do it. Yeah. So this... What? Okay, let me... What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes rating is? 
I feel like this has probably got like a cult following and probably has a lot of fandom behind it. I'm going to say uh, Rotten Tomatoes is based on just fans, right? Not, so there's, there's a critic critics, review and then the there's a tomato meter is critics and then there's an audience score. Okay, so I think the audience score probably has got to be like, I'm going to say 80%. I'm going to assume high for this. What do you think the critics' percentage is? Oh, like 40. It's got to be low, right? Critics is 88%. Audience score is 32%. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so confused. That's why I wanted to. What? <laughs> and then it has a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. That makes sense to me. Um, I'm so confused, though. <laughs> How is this well-regarded by our critics? Like, I I just imagine that people would, like, kind of laugh at this. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, again, as far as intention behind the film, like, yeah. I generally liked this overall. I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah. It was entertaining. And I appreciate it for what it was. It's like, this is just zombie birdemic like this is meant to be a hot like a hokey crappy looking kind of film with like some some kind of funny dialogue i think there was a lot of jokes that worked in this movie and there was a lot of stuff that didn't Didn't, stick yeah um they didn't quite stick the landing on some stuff but i think it's totally fine because again like knowing how low this budget was it's like oh yeah it makes sense like they just filmed they're like, okay, we got well, the shot. Let's go. I feel like also it makes sense because I don't know if the effects are bad on purpose, but it makes sense with the budget they had. I think that... That makes sense to me. Yeah. Nothing is out of order here. I think with the budget they have, that makes sense with the effects for sure. And I also think that like they probably were of the mindset, it does not matter if the effects are good because we know what we're making. This right. Is, it's a rom-zom-com. It's a rom-zom-com. This is ridiculous. Like, it is supposed to be... I don't know if it's funny in the way that... I don't know if they intended it to be funny in the way that it is funny because it is supposed to be a comedy. But yes. some things land, other things don't. I think it's a perfectly fine watch. I, oh, yeah. It was entertaining. And I, it was fun laughing together. <laughs> it, I enjoyed watching this with you for sure. I don't know if I'd find it as funny watching it by myself, probably. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> but I did enjoy it and I thought it was fun. And uh, like the two main characters, I think they did fine with acting. They're not meant to be good actors at all, but I thought I thought a lot of the... The thing is, they've been in They've been better in other, better stuff, and like, <laughs> maybe they had more direction. I, I did also find out that... I love the dialogue between random characters, though. I did think the ridiculousness yeah. of the characters coming together, having these conversations is funny. And again, I love Chaz and Frank. They're like, great. Talking to each other is fantastic. hilarious. I feel like they have the best synergy <laughs> I out think of everyone in the cast. They, yeah, because... Because, like, they're, I don't know if they're improv at all, but their back and forth is hilarious. It's so funny. (laughs) I, it's also really, like, I, oh, I was going to say that um, the guy who plays Ryan also is one of the producers on the film. The guy from the OC. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that's Night of the Living Dev, our first zombie feature. I think one of the only zombie features in Maine. I think this is probably going to be the only zombie movie we're going to cover on this so. podcast. Like we'll save it for other podcasts, or if we're ten years into this, <laughs> uh, maybe a zombie movie will come up on the self-indulgent episodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you, I mean, we have we could do self-indulgent episodes for days. Oh fuck yes! If we could, 
You should probably just make a podcast that is just self-indulgent episodes, right? There's actually, there is a, um, they actually followed us on Twitter. It's called Defend the Movie. Uh And it's kind of that where they each have a self-indulgent pick and then they kind of have to defend the movie. Why not? We could probably knock one of those, do a once a month thing. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of Night of the Living Deb. We're Nick. back to recording some more. <laughs> yeah, I would say probably if if you like these kind of schlocky movies, romzomcom, or if you just want to like support things that are made in Maine, give it a watch. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Birdemic. Uh, not made in Maine. Not made in name, but like it's of the vein, I feel like. This feels <laughs> like this was heavily inspired by Birdemic. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, check out all this, and uh, yeah, support your local Maine artists. Uh, and if you're not from Maine, support Maine anyway. Thank you. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>